Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. This podcast is part of the You Haven't Heard This Productions and Publications Network. For more great shows and blogs and vlogs, please visit www.yhhtmpc.com. Welcome to YHHTMPC. <clears throat> wait, 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 wait. What does that mean exactly? Oh, yeah. You haven't heard This Music Podcast, a show about introducing lesser-known music of lesser-known artists from all over the world. And now, without further ado, a one, a two, a one, two, three, four... Good morning, good afternoon, wherever you are listening, whenever you are listening to this. Welcome to You Haven't Heard This Music podcast, a podcast about lesser-known music by lesser-known artists that we believe are as good, if not better, than those in the mainstream. Uh, We're back with another A-side. This is Season 5, Episode 15, Side A. I'm Mike Five. It is my turn to talk your ear off this evening. I keep saying this evening, you could be listening to this at any time. You might have to edit that. Um, It's my turn to talk your ear off today. But before that, um, if you haven't already, head over to yhhtmpc.com. You haven't heard this music productions and publications website where there's loads and loads of cool stuff. Uh, And all you have to do is go and explore and you'll see some interviews and articles and podcasts and bands and artists and all that sort of stuff. Definitely do that. And uh, we always forget, but support the Patreon because cool things are happening on the Patreon and Richie's very poor. So you need to support the Patreon to allow him to fund all the cool stuff that we do on this show. Okay, I think I've made that point. Uh, Speaking of Richie, Richie's here tonight. Hello. Hello, Mike. How are you? Very good, thank you. How are you? Fantastic, thank you. Excellent. Very good. Have you had a good... We've had a few weeks off. Have you had a good couple of weeks? Um... Yeah, it's been. Yeah, it's been. I've had a couple of weeks off. Well, I've still been doing stuff. Somehow, I haven't stopped. So, but yeah, I'm good. Do you like being busy, Richie? I, I wouldn't mind being busy if I was being paid for it. Do you think people should subscribe to our Patreon and pay for this? Well, we've got our first two patrons. Hey, nice, good. Yeah, I'm going to play them on the B side next week. So I'll play some of their music. But uh, yeah, we've got um, shit. <laughs> it's an interesting name, isn't it? You'd think you'd write this shit down, wouldn't you? 
Well, Thanks for your money, you anonymous bastards. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> hell. She's called Red Evelyn on uh, Twitter. Come back to me, I'll tell you who it is. Brilliant. The other voice you heard there was Wayne. How are you, Wayne? Hello, 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 everybody. Hello, Mike Five. Hello, Richie. Yes, I am very good, thank you. Excellent. Have you had a good couple of weeks since Mate, we last Mate, I've had a banging couple of weeks. I went to Green Man Festival and I, you are fucking hell, it was amazing. What was your favourite thing about Green Man Festival? Oh, honestly, too much. There was just too much. There was there was too much. It was it was four days of full on music and just brilliantness and yeah, enjoying the Welsh countryside while watching Kraftwerk, while watching uh, public service broadcasting. While I'm getting goosebumps just thinking about it because it was just an amazing time. I cannot wait to go back. Well, we hope to bring you as much enjoyment this evening as we do this podcast. Um, um, there's there's no chance, but yeah, have a good go. <laughs> uh, the question we're all dying to know is: Did you see any green men while you were there? <laughs> yes, a couple actually, as as well as as well as they have a massive green man, which is uh, ritualistically set on fire on Sunday night when the festival ends. Okay, that uh, all sounds very scary. Um, 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 Evelyn Laurie, Evelyn Laurie, she's a, a jazz singer, jazz musician, and we've had her on the podcast before. She's one of our new patrons, so thank you, Evelyn. We'll be playing your music next week. Also, we have Bob from Amplitude and Frequency. And Rebel, I think they're Rebel Tramp as well, isn't he? Rebel Tramp, yep, whose album is coming out on Lights and Lines in the very near future. There's our first two Patreons. Very exciting. I'll be doing like a merch giveaways to start off with, but as the patrons grow, we're going to start doing bigger, bigger and badder giveaways like fucking guitars and shit when we've got loads and loads of patrons. Nice. Well, I might sign up. You might have three. At the end of the week. Awesome. Uh, we've got a special guest this evening as well, Titanosaur. Hello, hello. Um, for the benefit of those who don't know, and we'll do like a little bit of artist spotlight where we'll ask you some questions later, and we'll also do an icebreaker in a minute, but do you want to tell us who Titanosaur is, what you do in one sentence? In one sentence, let's see, it'll be a long one. One man, New York, uh, hard rock, punk rock, stoner metal, sludge metal band in the style of a uh, little bit of Motorhead, some uh, Black Sabbath, and uh, some Ramones for uh, some pop sensibilities. Fantastic. There you go. So that's the sort of noise we could expect to hear from uh, Titanosaur later. And we'll find out a little bit more about you as the show goes on. Uh, we've also got a um, special guest, well, not guest, co-host AI. Austin is with us, I believe. You're back, Austin. Hello, guys. It's great to be back here on the podcast with you bunch of bellends. I have really missed having blood in my stool. Can't wait for that again. <laughs> Austin, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, dear. Wow. Well, uh, um, I was okay. going to say, don't ever change, Austin, but unless somebody writes your code, you won't, so... <laughs> <laughs> Um, excellent. Um, in that case, everybody's now been introduced, so let's move straight into our icebreaker. Icebreaker. <laughs> <coughs> Fantastic. That's uh, one of the most professional jingles we've got. Um, I love it. So, um, Titanosaur, I'm going to focus the icebreaker a little bit on you. Shall I call you Titanosaur or shall I call you Jeff? Or have I ruined the magic by calling you Jeff? <laughs> no, no, no. You can call me Jeff. That, that, it feels weird to be called Titanosaur. Uh. Okay, cool. Right, <laughs> Jeff. Excellent. So, um, what I thought we'd do is... Have you ever been speed dating, Jeff? No. I have you ever been on speed? 
<laughs> some would say I have been, but no, I have not. Fine. Well, my un- I've never been speed dating either, just for the record. Uh, but my understanding is you have about two or three minutes to find out as much as you can about the person in front of you. So what I thought would be fun to do is to, obviously we're on a bit of a, a timer, so maybe we'll do it for one minute. Uh, but what I thought I'd do is just fire some random questions at you uh, in a minute for you to answer. And then by the end of it, the ice will be broken and we'll all know you a little bit better. The questions I've got are from a dating website because I thought that would be appropriate uh, for this sort of activity. So if it's okay with you, I'm going to ask you the sorts of questions that apparently people ask the first time. How big summer. is your penis? <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, how do I answer that? Because uh, am I the 100-foot uh, dinosaur or am I the 6 foot <laughs> <laughs> Well, um, I don't want to spoil the surprise, but that question's not actually in there, so you don't have to worry too much. <laughs> cool, so uh, I'll, I'll put a little timer on my phone. Let's do a minute and a half. Let's go in the middle, shall we? I'll just put a little timer on my phone. You'll probably all hear it beep when it goes off, and I'm going to rapid-fire as many questions as you can so you've got to answer them in as uh well let's say a snappy way as possible just to continue the dinosaur theme does that sound all right all right hit me excellent okay right time is starting now what makes you happy what makes me happy a yo-yo uh where are you from originally from uh born in new york are you more of a city or a country person oh that's a tough one i'm i'm somewhere in the middle uh what color best describes your personality <sighs> blue Purple? Blue purple, excellent. What's your favourite wine? I don't drink wine, so I have no clue. Right, so what was the first, what was the last CD that you bought? Oh, jeez. Uh, 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 I can't give a fast answer. That uh, was so long ago. I don't know. Uh, are you a night owl or an early bird? Uh, early bird. What would you take with you on a desert island? Music. Lots of music. What's the most reckless thing you've ever done? Uh, what's the most reckless thing I've ever done? Yeah. Uh, oh, uh, 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 um, um, I, uh, I don't know. 25 seconds, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 don't, I don't know. I'm this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, uh, yeah, I'm not a very reckless person. So, Okay, what would be the title of your biography? Jesus Christ. You just um, said it. I'm not a very reckless yeah. person. <laughs> well, that's not question. very exciting. <laughs> if you were given $1,000 tomorrow, what would you spend it on? And there is a timer, so we'll leave it that one. Pay some of my bills. <laughs> <laughs> right, good. Um, I feel like the ice is broken. I didn't get time to ask you things like, can you lick your own elbow or do you believe aliens exist? But next time, perhaps. No, no, ask uh, those questions. <laughs> do you believe in aliens, Jeff? I, well, I don't think it's something that I need to believe in. Um, scientifically, there is the possibility. Sure. Ooh, good answer. That was a good answer, wasn't it? Take that, you skeptic fuckers. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Next time I go on a date uh, when the current Miss Five gives up on me, uh, I'll remember that one. That was a good question. I'll lead with that next time. Good. Uh, well, with all that said and done, I think we're on to the head-to-head. Tell you what I haven't missed after two weeks editing this fucking podcast. <laughs> I, did, I did a I did the adapted to screen podcast, edited that edited that one last night in the space of no time at all. This is gonna i t- I'm gonna have to do this every like a couple of hours a day over a week. <laughs>
It'll be worth it though. It'll be worth it in the end. <laughs> so, welcome to the Head Ten. We've all brought a piece of music that we like. Well, we don't just like it; we love it, and we think that our guests uh, will like it as well. Um, uh, Jeff, we're going to ask you to pick a winner at the end. Uh, tell us. Um, no, no, we'll all decide the winner. We'll, we'll all. Oh, we're all deciding the winner. Sorry. We'll all decide the winner. We'll all uh, choose our favourite. Obviously, can't choose our own. And then the one with the most points is the winner. We'll do that, what he said, not what I said, um, afterwards. So let's go with Richie. Do you want to bring your track first? So the artist that I've brought for today is a female artist called Julie Fox. And this is her latest track, Running.
so that was Julie Fox with Running. Um, Julie, is it spelled J-O-U-L-I-E? It looks more like Jolie, but whatever. Um, yeah, as I've said before, I'll say it again for any new listeners, the reason we have a podcast AI is because when I read out loud, I sound like a child in the first grade, because apparently I'm from America now. So I have my podcast AI <laughs> to tell us all about the uh, the artist. So uh, Austin, if you'd be so very kind to tell us a little bit about uh, Julie Fox. London-based artist Julie Fox brings a truly genreless approach to her musicality, honing down an impressive repertoire. Fox's musical endeavors shine brightly as she brings her unique chronicles to life, defining her truly unique soundscape. Her rich musical heritages take the shape of influences such as St. Vincent, Jack White, and Marina and the Diamonds, as Fox prides herself on an ability to stay genuine to her unique artistry. Her latest single running, off of her upcoming EP Love is a Blessing is an Acoustic, mellow ode to the story of a lost soul. With the EP consisting of five different love stories, her unique chronicles and an unparalleled approach to musicality are brought full circle, as she confesses. Each song shows a different character from Mother Teresa of Love, the stalker to the psychopathic killer. Running is a story of a lost soul seeking love but fighting with demons living in her head since she was very little. She feels devoid of emotions, therefore, believing there is not much left in her to give and that she doesn't deserve true love. So, yeah, that was that, that's that's Julie Fox. Uh, I, I like this a lot. This is she sounds a lot like Emrose, who's a featured artist on a you haven't heard this production of publication. It sounds a lot like her. The music is very similar to hers as well. It's very wanting, it's very it's very dark, it's but uh. Yeah, the produ- and the production, like Emrose, is absolutely phenomenal. The production's amazing on it. It's just a lovely piece of music, fantastic piece of music. So that is why I brought this. Yeah, so uh, Wayne, what are you bringing? Yeah, I'm, I'm bringing in a band called Rhinos and their song Kick a Brick. Enjoy. <laughs>
Right, that was uh, Rhinos with Kick a Brick. Uh, Rhinos are Paul Curry on guitars and vocal and Paddy Johnson on drums and percussion. And Rhino is a new project from the Belfast-based band and it contains these two guys who are stalwarts of the Belfast music scene. Rhinos is a raw, uh, follow a raw punk rock uh, ethic. No pedals or digital effects are used in their sound. They treat their music as sculptured, um, sculptural, sorry, using the most basic analog instruments to mold uh, and create complex yet simplistic songs and iconic, iconic worm, earworm riffs. Good lord, I need a AI as well. Um, <laughs> uh, it's been a couple of weeks and I haven't read anything. Um, uh, look, you know the drill with me by now. Uh, I've stopped trying to go out there and find something that's reinventing the wheel and bring something to the podcast that I think is going to beat everybody else. I couldn't give a fuck anymore. I like this song and that's why I brought it. It's raw, it's balls to the wall, it's no bells and whistles, exactly like they say it is. You know, it's sort of southern rock via way of Death from Above 1979. You know, and it's, it's just that great voice. As soon as it's, it's a, the, the catchiness, the rawness of it, that sort of gets you straight away. It's a tension grabbing. You've got that great rock voice over the top of it. You know, he's slightly Dave Grohl with some like sprinklings of um, Tom Araya in there um, and that's it you know I mean to be fair some of their other songs it's not as boss to the wall as this it, even though it still is it's got more he's got more of a rockabilly sound in his in his voice um, but these guys yeah it's just good fun you know honest music and that's it um, <laughs> and that's it I just like it that's it so yeah uh, Mike your turn Fantastic, thank you very much. Well, um, yeah, I really enjoyed that. I would like to bring the fantastic Brown Dirt with their song, Bon Scott. I used to sing in the shower, like, and my mum would say, Bon, if you can't sing proper songs, shut up. You know, don't sing this rock and roll garbage. from the dead Jonas for a song get out of bed oh jeez I'm getting something stand back everyone bang like that's ENT everyone bang like that's ENT
susceptible to um, to a rock and roll man's advances. Okay, that was the fantastic Brown Dirt with their song Bon Scott. Um, I think people have finally clocked that I don't really like long biographies um, in, in submissions because these guys have written very little. Uh, but I'll read it to you. It says, Greetings from Mars 17. The fantastic Brown Dirt are a rock slash new wave band blasting spacey hits for your earthly pleasure. Hailing from Mars 17, the band frequently tour the universe on various secret missions and occasionally come to Earth to perform. Uh, and it goes on to say they've uh, touched a couple of songs and blah blah. Bon Scott is the first single, a harder rock song, a tribute to the late Bon Scott, former ACDC frontman. And that's it. Um, I absolutely love this for two reasons. Uh, one, because it is possibly the single greatest song I've heard in the last 10 years. And two, because it's just fucking brilliant. <laughs> there's, there's nothing bad about this as far as I'm concerned. It's got bass, it's got synthy bits, it's weird, it's rocking, it's got Bon Scott in it. It's off the wall and exciting and interesting and I absolutely adore it. And as soon as I heard it, uh, I sent it straight over here and went, we've got to play this next time. Um, and actually, it's been a few weeks and I'd sort of forgotten about it. And then when I messaged earlier and said, I submitted a song, didn't I? What was it? And you told me it was this. I was like, oh yeah, this is great. Um, so I love it. I don't care if no one else likes it or whatever. I just think it's the most amazing and bizarre and random thing I've ever seen. Um, there is a picture of them in their uh, sort of little bio that they've attached. Uh, and all I can say is they look like a sort of um, uh, children's comic book version of Slipknot in that they're all wearing boiler suits, orange boiler suits with uh, some nice black panelling detailing, uh, some very strange goggles and what I assume and sort of hope are wigs. But I'd okay. expect nothing less. <laughs> yeah, so uh, there you go. I think you should go and check that out everywhere. The fantastic brown dirt with their song Bon Scott. Uh, very good. So, so I think now we're going to move on to uh, decide what we think our favourite of the three selections are. You might as well start, Mike. Oh, well, obviously, I, I really like my one, but we can't vote for our own. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I, I did this thinking that because everybody's going to get to vote now, rather than just the guest, it's going to even out the odds. I'm the only one that's brought a pop song, and we've got three rockers. <laughs> I, I, the odds have not been evened out in, my, in anybody's favour at all. All right, then I'm going to vote for Richie's. No, no, don't, don't, no, don't, don't, don't you no, dare. I've done it now. I've done it now. <laughs> <laughs> What's your favourite? Piece of shit. You've got to, you've got to explain why it's your favourite as well. Because I felt sorry for you. <laughs> no, I, I, no um, uh, okay, so look, I really liked your track. 
like genuinely I thought it was really well produced really well put together absolutely beautiful voice I thought she was amazing but if I'm being honest uh, I would actually vote for Wayne's there you go that, that means you voted for Wayne's that's one for Wayne's yeah it's probably a little bit more up my street it's got that kind of hard punky edge which I oh you've said your piece uh, Wayne <laughs> <laughs> go on then Wayne uh, I liked I like both of them and I'm, I'm, I'm honestly struggling to choose between the two because like like Mike said the first your song Richie um, I think her name's Jolie jo- yeah it looks like Jolie yeah Jolie even Austin even Austin said yeah. Julie yeah perhaps it is then it's just a weird spelling like you say uh, I mean I'm all over that shit sad girl singing over melancholic music that's my jam just like Emrose isn't she um uh, I'd say so it's like Twisted Americana isn't it you know it's sort of uh, it, it, it feels like it's it's gonna go full rock at any moment but they sort of harness it back which I really really liked about it you know she sort of she kept adding levels anyway really liked that one um, Mike Fives you know it's strange it's experimental it's all over the fucking place and I absolutely adored it it's my vote with Mike cool Richie I'm gonna go with I did I did like yours Mike but it sounded just too confused like it didn't really know what it was uh, Wayne's uh, I love the Stooges and it gave me big Stooges vibes uh, so mm. I'm gonna go with Wayne Jeff your vote has got to be worth two then or something otherwise it could be a draw <laughs> well um uh, the uh, the Wayne Wayne's pick uh, reminds me a lot of the Hives, but uh, dirtier. Um, and I, I'm usually very much about uh, that kind of punk energy and then that garage rock kind of dirtiness. But I really liked uh, <clears throat> Richie's uh, gothic country pick there, um, and especially when that distorted, distant guitar came in and uh, near the end um, when it started building up, it was just a great dynamic punch. Um, and uh, yeah, I really like that one. Is it, have you got the songs confused? No. Uh, I was talking about uh, Julie Fox. Oh, I really didn't expect you to choose one. That's why I questioned it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, excellent. Lovely. But Wayne still wins. Wayne still wins. Uh, he Wayne got still two wins, points. Yeah. You've got one point and I had one point. Excellent. Congratulations, Wayne. That's another point on the board. So th- th- doing this way, Wayne, might actually work in your favour. <laughs> it certainly did this week, thank fuck. <laughs> languishing on two for fucking 12 episodes. <laughs> <laughs> so what are the scores, Wayne? Uh, you you and Richie are tied on six and I am really, really, really slowly burning up the rear uh, with three. Oh, well, there you go. All right. That's, that's good. That's, that's interesting. We're sort of midway through the season, I guess. Exciting stuff. All right. Well, thank yeah, you very much. We didn't ask Austin. Austin, uh, which, which was your favourite? <laughs> I like Richie's song the best. <laughs> uh, of course. <laughs> how, how come you preferred uh, my song? Because you told me to, you stupid RC hole. Arsey hole. <laughs> Stupid arsey hole. <laughs> um, brilliant. Next up is the wild card. <laughs> Fantastic. Um, so the wild card could be absolutely anything. Uh, so what we're going to do, Jeff, uh, is Richie's got our uh, submissions inbox in front of him. He is going to flick through the submissions at a pace of his choosing. And when you say stop, he is going to stop on whatever it lands on. And we're going to find out about and play that track from the submissions inbox and see if we like it. Hopefully, 
it's not bloody Christian music, but we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> again. So, yeah, again. Um, so, yeah, Richie, let us know when you're flicking through. Okay, I'm flicking through the submissions now. I'm flicking, I'm flicking, I'm flicking, and... I'm flicking, and I'm flicking, and I'm flicking. Stop. Okay. Okay, we have Nasty Nesto and the... Sad boy, sad boys, S A D B O I S, sad boys, nasty nest on the sad boys, and the song is Horses Severed Head. <laughs> um, so, yeah, Austin, would you be kind enough to just read out a little bit about these guys, please? Horses Severed Head, the brand new single from Glasgow Ambassadors Nasty Nesto and the Sad Boy. Follows up the Latin-infused punk ornui of their last single, Oigen Kampai, with a bellow of cathartic action. Following the anger of slaves post-punk, the Sadbois have established themselves as connoisseurs of crazy with this DIY instant classic. Clocking right on the 2 minutes 30 mark, the tracks described by the band as being about the struggle of human connection. A fitting subject with the rest of the album sharing themes of loss, heartbreak, and acceptance. A truly heartfelt collection of songs that they hope will help anyone going through grief and its stages. This band does not only care deeply about the musical scene and community they are part of, but are helping shape and support themselves. Nasty Nesto and the Sad Boy are not only benefiting from the scene, but actively giving back to it also. True DIY sensibilities from a band who seem to embody the word and all it encompasses. I'm, I'm, I'm going to go with Sad Boys, but Austin seems to think otherwise. Is it, is it B-O-Y-S? Yeah. Oh, that's French, isn't it? Bois. I prefer Sad Bois. I hope it's Sad Bois. In French, the Sad Bois means sad wood, so... <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so what are you expecting to get from this song, Wayne, after that description? Uh... You know what? It's going to be full-on old-school punk. It's going to be like like bands I used to play with back in the day. It's going to be lots and lots of power chords, lots and lots of honest, screamy lyrics. And um, two minutes thirty is coming at you fast as fuck, and you better keep up. What are you thinking, Mike? Um, I sort of switched off after it said sad bar and started giggling silently. So <laughs> I'm going to say exactly what Wayne said. You have any ideas of what this might be, Jeff? Um, let's see, maybe some trap hip hop. Trap hip hop. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, with a name like Sadbois, is this obviously going to be some art, uh, some some sort of art indie, isn't it? I'm thinking that. I'm thinking art indie. Um, despite what I said about the Glaswegians earlier, yeah, I didn't really mean that. And uh, <laughs> and you don't know what I'm talking about because I've edited it out. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm expecting some sort of arty, arty farty rock. That's what I'm expecting. So yeah, this is Nasty Nesto and the Sad Boys. Blah. Blah. I Why hang around with you? Yes, I don't know Why you're still here? Why don't you give me your 
Nasty Nesto and the Sad Bois with Horses Severed Head. Um, I absolutely love that. I thought that was fantastic. I'm just looking them up now and buying the album. I think it's brilliant. If you'd have told me that that was the same artist you had bought for your head-to-head, I wouldn't have battered an eyelid. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm literally, I'm on their band camp buying the album right now. It's, it's right up my street. <laughs> I thought that was fantastic. Um, Ritzy, what did you think of that? Um, it, again, that, that, that if they had gone on stage with the artist that you brought for the head-to-head, they would not have been out of place. It's it's a kind of art rock. I I I didn't dislike it. It was it was interesting. I felt like it was a cross between the Ruts and Go Go Bordello. I don't know who those Ooh, are. Oh, Go Go Bordello, good shout, Mikey. You know they start wearing purple. Yeah. Um, yeah, and the ruts. You need the ruts. Babylon's burning. 70s punk man. Uh, anyway, that's what I had in my head. Um, Titanosaur, Jeff, what did you think of that track? Uh, I'm going to say the exact same thing Richie said. It's a little bit of art, uh, <laughs> uh, art punk. Um, I, seeing it live, I, I, I probably wouldn't mind it, but it's not my kind of thing to listen to just sitting around. No, I'm, I can agree with that. If I'm having a cup of tea, just chilling out, I don't want to hear that. That's exactly when I listened to it. Just in the morning, first cup of tea, rolling a cigarette. Uh, Wayne, what do you think? Uh, yeah, I'm the same as you, Mike. I really love it. You know, that um, that DIY feel, it's, it's so cool. You know, I feel like I've just stole a tape from my brother and it's 1986 and this is on it. That's how I feel about it. Um, uh, just everything, you know, it's got that great 80s 
punk new wave feel about it you know that that sort of twisting in genre and change of music where it's not the same but it's got things that are and it's something just that little bit on the edge it's it's moving away from sort of what you know I love bands like this this is this is Green Man this is what Green Man sounded like this sort of stuff it's great you know um, uh, that's, that's, I don't know what else to say that's, that's it I just you just know that this would sound the same live you'd just have more energy because they were there doing it in front of you I was getting sort of clash uh, undertones and undertones in under <laughs> with the undertones like sort of thing uh, that sort of sound to it like, the recording of it is just great though I, I love that that DIY feel to it it just feels so lived in I think that's the, that's the term you want to use lived in yeah it's great love it what does um, what does Austin think about this I think it's probably best for everyone involved that I do not say what I'm thinking might be a first, Austin. <laughs> Brilliant. Well, I can add two things having, having looked them up. Uh, the album came out on Friday, so the 2nd of September. Uh, the album is out. I've just bought it on Bandcamp. And also, it says on their profile, available for early morning karaoke, which I think would be really good fun. So there you go. That was nastiness in the sandbar. <laughs> so we're now called it Horse's Severed Head. Uh, I think that was a really good wild card. I'm pleased with that. And we're now moving on to... Uh, the infamous intense hardcore genre musical challenge mode go. So what was the genre we chose all those weeks ago when we last did this show? Well, uh, the, the genre in, that we landed on, that we were landed with... Uh, was Future Bass, which is basically a slightly faster dubstep. All right. Okay. I was, get, I was getting from it. It's an electronic, it's an EDM style music. Uh, the way this is going to work today is I have an artist who sent in some music that fits this genre perfectly. So I'm going to play her. I don't have any information on her, unfortunately, very little. So what I'm going to do is, between now and the end of this being edited, I'm going to try and get an interview with her and somehow uh, shoehorn it into the edit. (laughs) So if you're listening to this Miko, DJ Miko, DJ Miko, what we got? Is that her name? Terry Miko, her name is. T-E-R-I Miko so the, the song that I'm about to play in the genre of future bass do you want to say something about future bass Wayne do you want to put me right on anything I said um, I have a different connection to it than, than yourself mate I, I'm not into dubstep as far so I can't comment on that it does say that it's it's um it sort of aligns itself with trap and dubstep and it dates back to the mid 2000s it's basically combining sort of 1980s synth music with 2010s composition type type work i i think probably the most notable artists are probably marshmallow yeah i've never fucking heard of him either but apparently he's all over the shit and he's got his own coke can as well he's got his own coke can yeah they've just released it i just saw it at the shop on friday i was like holy fuck talking about him on sunday it's uh coke zero completely white with like a marshmallow head with two crosses for the eyes and like a smiley face that sort of thing uh yeah marshmallow know me rusty uh, with their song glass swords uh flume with you and me and the chain smokers they're the sort of things you're going for I was getting YouTube instructional video background sound music. That's what I got from, um, <laughs> from Future Bass. Uh, and I, I'm not going to lie, 
this really, really threw me for a loop because I couldn't get the nuance at all. Oh, uh, I smashed the nuance on this one. I, I haven't got the nuance of it at all. I didn't uh, add any is... vocals to mine, though, which you did. <laughs> you added some sort of vox to it anyway. <laughs> this is the third attempt, this one is. I, I deleted two because they were just EDM. And when I, I really, I struggled. I was listening to this. I mean, we've had four, four weeks off and it took me the last four or five days to record this. Mine wasn't really, mine wasn't really one piece of music. Mine's kind of like a patchwork of different ideas of the genre put into one piece. So it's not what it's not one thing. It's patches of different style, dif- different ideas of the, the genre put into one thing because they don't all sound the same. That's what I did. But what we, we're not going to play both. Are we going to shall we play both of them? Well, so this is what I was going to say. So for, for those that don't know, so there's two parts to this, isn't there? Because someone submitted a track. Yes, the, the track that was submitted. We're going to play that now first. We'll play that now. This so this is uh, Terry Miko with her. Actually, before we do, Jeff, do, do you like EDM music? Do you find yourself down the disco tech, giving it the big one? Um, well, I used to. But yeah, no, I, I love electronic music. Uh, as long as it makes me want to move, then yeah. Awesome. So this is Terry Miko, ex-Alexo. So I'm guessing that means featuring Alexo with her song, TikTok. TikTok. I got lots of fans from TikTok. I got lots of fans from TikTok. I got lots of fans from TikTok. without TikTok. I got lots of fans from TikTok. Doc, 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 
Terry Miko with TikTok. You may or may not have heard an interview with her before the song played. I don't know because um, at the point of this recording, um, this hasn't happened yet. Um, that was a, I, I feel that was a very good example of future bass. This is one of those, like we, we did a, a genre a while ago called uh, Quiet Storm, which was like a smooth R&B style music. And when you listen to the... the the music, you know it, and you know all the artists that do Quiet Storm. But the artists who do Quiet Storm would, would never class their music as Quiet Storm. I think this falls into Future Bass, and there's a lot of Future Bass artists out there, but they wouldn't consider their... They're probably never, a lot of them probably never heard of Future Bass type thing. Oh, I agree. Yeah. It's just one of them niche ones where you don't realise you've stepped into it. You just sort of, you've sort of dabbled and you didn't realise you've dabbled in it. <laughs> it's a fucking internet thing. It doesn't really exist. It's just a subgenre of a subgenre of a subgenre that doesn't fucking care. It's just fucking dance music. Stop lying to me. Yeah. Did you, what did you think of this, Jeff? Was it, is this something you would have a bop to? Oh yeah. Uh, uh, it, it was, uh, it had enough changes for me to keep it interesting and uh, I definitely like that tempo. And uh, yeah, I think the use of the, uh, the the sample, the TikTok sample, wasn't overdone. So yeah, uh, the, the the reason we do our own music usually uh, Wayne and I is because we can't usually find the artists, so we do a bit just to demonstrate the genre. It's n- never any good. It's always bad. <laughs> we're, we're not Wayne's more of a musician than I, but um, I won't cl- class myself as a musician. So we just do a little bit just to demonstrate the genre. Mine, like I say, is a patchwork. I, I find this music very easy to do. I could quite easily produce something just like that, but I get bored doing it because the, the music is very repetitive. You just do a repetitive bit of music with a beat and then stop, break it down, and you bring it back in exactly the same. So that's why I've done a bit of a patchwork of a thing just to demonstrate something. I'm going to play mine and then talk about it play Wayne's talk about it and then at the end we'll decide which one's going to make the edit and which one has to go in Patreon nice nice so this one is mine I haven't given it a name I never give mine names because I don't really class them as a piece of work that deserves a name I I have literally just labelled it genre so this is it hi I'm Pedro the post edit podcast genie 
it was decided that Rich's track would go into the Patreon. So if you would like to hear the full track, you can hear it by supporting us for the price of a cup of coffee over at patreon.com forward slash yhhtmpc. Once signed up, you will be sent an invite link to sign up to our private members only area where, if you are an artist, you will be able to post all your latest works. We will then play your music on an upcoming episode and promo on all our channels. You will also be automatically entered for future giveaways. So that was Patchwork Bass. If, like, there's, I think there's probably four or five ideas in there for different... You could, you could probably take five, four or five different pieces out of what, what's in there, if you know what I mean. It's not one piece on its own. I just tried to uh, give an idea of different ways the genre could possibly be done type thing mate I, I, that was great I was um, if you get a bloke from tomorrow's world remember tomorrow's world from the 80s yes on BBC if you get him a bloke a really posh bloke at the start of this just on his own with a bit of reverb going and here we are in North Manchester the workshop of the world at the plant that makes <laughs> I don't know car doors this is how it works and then you just play that that's like how the transition <laughs> would be for every section <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I love the so in in the first song where we played by the real artist whose name that I've forgotten. I didn't really get the dubstep connection. Like obviously, it's the only song I've heard in the genre. In your one, when you went into that kind of wah 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 bit, I was like, yeah, this is great. That just reminds me of clubbing in two thousand and six. Absolutely amazing. <laughs> Loved it. That was that the only was reason I got the dubstep vibe was because most of the playlists I listened to had dubstep vibes in them. Terry Miko, um, I don't, I haven't listened to all of her other work, but yeah, that it that wasn't, um, yeah. Yeah, it was and it wasn't, but, but I, I felt it was enough to bring along. I enjoyed, I enjoyed both, mate. I enjoyed both. So, do you want to? Uh, do you want to explain? Oh, do you want to explain on. yours? <laughs> <laughs> Hang on, what does Jeff think of your one? Oh, uh, well, what do I think? Uh, I mean, it, it, that definitely was patchwork. Uh, <laughs> but uh, it, it had a beat to it. So, uh, yeah, I mean, this kind of music is, is it's one of those things that's like, uh, yeah, I could have done it, but did you? So, you know. Yeah, I've, I've actually done lots of this shit that's on SoundCloud. Right, right. I don't, well, yeah, I don't well, usually you... share it, though, because it's not something I'm proud of. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, and, and that's the thing with this kind of music. It's, it's pretty easy if you know what you want to get, what you want to do with it. Just like with punk music, it's if you know three chords and you can do it at just the right speed, um, you can come out with something good, even if it's easy kind of yeah yeah um yeah no you're right and the, the reason i leave mine on soundcloud is because i've just done it for my own amusement i do like the i do like the genre i do enjoy it but um i'm not very confident in my own skills so i'll just sometimes sit down with a keyboard and the daw and string some shit together and it sounds good to me so i bang it on my, my own private soundclouds and yeah so, uh, Wayne, tell us a bit <laughs> about your horse, please. Explain yourself. <laughs> I've went really hard into the future aspect of it. Um, that's what I've done. Um, so imagine a robot me coming back from the future to now, um, flashing off his cybernetic arm, and that's it, pretty much. Um, like I say, I struggled with this one. Uh, I think I've got some of the nuances, but not all of them. Um, yeah, but I enjoy. I enjoyed it like I always do. I was doing the lyrics for this this morning because um, I sort of popped into my head overnight what I wanted to wanted it to sound like. I wanted a, a 
find there's some deep modulation on, on this and I've sort of the, the playlist I was listening to there's lots of people and especially on the Marshmallows ones this just him repeat it like that you know TikTok, TikTok that sort of thing just somebody going Marshmallow Marshmallow but in a really deep voice and I thought I want to do that but I want to do it higher and sillier so that's sort of where <laughs> I went with it um but I was recording the lyrics to this this morning and Emma walked in, that's the missus, uh, walked in on me doing it and honestly I felt like I was wanking in front of her. I felt that embarrassed. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to do this one. I will, probably will do it at some point. I was going to do this one completely beatbox and just mouth noises and do some like a trumpet from my mouth and stuff like that and then play about with the sound so it doesn't sound like to my mouth and then see if you see if you'd have picked up on it Richie's Richie's mouth trumpet is fucking amazing (laughs) (laughs) I'll save that for another episode Um, Patreon only yeah so we're going to play we're going to play this song now of yours Wayne Um, again to people listening if you're listening to our music and thinking, well, this isn't very good and this is a music... We, we haven't made it because it's good. We've made it because it's a bit of a laugh and a bit of fun. Don't email me telling my music shit. I know it's shit. <laughs> <laughs> We're exploring the genre. Mate, if people are emailing you and telling us they're telling you the music shit, please email it to me because I'll put it in a fucking book. I'll be proud of that shit, you know what I mean? <laughs> We're going to play your music now. This is nothing to be proud of. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still proud of it. <laughs> it's, definitely, it's definitely different. I feel like this is going to be quite niche, isn't it? No, because no, it, it, he's achieved something that most artists in this genre don't do it, it stands out amongst the, the rest of them <laughs> that's what you want isn't it when you're doing a challenge it's all about representing a genre you want to be the one that stands out <laughs> oh, so this is Cybernetic Arm by Wayne it's, four, it's 2 minutes 46 Wayne <laughs> okay so this is that Yeah. 
charming Theodore of the dead. <laughs> Wayne, are you okay? You all right, Wayne? <laughs> Feeling okay recently? Got anything you want to talk about? <laughs> Did you like that, Jeff? Is that what the Daleks sound like jerking off? <laughs> Do you, you know, you know. I was thinking about what you said earlier about when Emma walked in, and uh, just like you know, I, I would have been less embarrassed sitting here with my dick in my hand, thro- thro- throwing one off, than sitting there doing that. How does a Dalek have a wank? Is it sort of like the plunger thing? Is that yeah? Right. But very brave of you to do that in front of them. I, I, yeah um, yours however was a full piece of music so it trumps mine I thought it was yeah. brilliant I thought they were both excellent um, inseparable almost um, so the point of this is to explore the genre um, and, and see what we think of it and any conclusions on future base I'm not doing it again <laughs> I'll, I'll be deleting the playlist after we finish this and uh, reinstating <laughs> some other stuff. Jeff, are, um, you, are you now a fan of Future Base? Um, I'm, I'm still lost as to what is it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that sums that up. All right, so now we've got to choose the genre for next uh, for the next week's show. On no, we've got before we do that, we've got to choose which one's going into the Patreon. Oh, oh, sorry. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I think mine should go into the page and Wayne should stay in because Wayne's a, I think Wayne's is a, a full piece of music where mine's just uh, ideas stitched together. I'll go with that, yeah. I think that's fair. Oh, I mm. think people should pay for mine. <laughs> <laughs> I, I disagree. Um, <laughs> uh, two minutes, 40 seconds, uh, 46 seconds of absolute paid joy. That's what that is. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we've got to use the uh, the genre for next time so the way this works Jeff is that Wayne has a book a big book a bible of genres uh, and he's going to ask you to pick a letter and a page and stuff like that uh, so that we can do this again next time Um, over to you Wayne Jeff I have uh, a bible in my hand of musical genres can you not a real bible it's a music it's a music genre bible it's just some pieces of paper I printed off the internet just to break the illusion for you there is it? I thought it was a real book I was going to buy it and everything no, no, sorry mate No, it might be one day we, we might make it into a book the YHHTMPC Bible we'll leather band the content and everything and we'll sell it yeah so Jeff if you could choose a letter between A to Z W Double. wow okay oh this is quite a nice one okay we're talking about probably about 20 20 different musical genres so choose a number between 1 and 20 uh 12 okay we're on the next episode we're going to be exploring the genre of western swing music oh brilliant <laughs> I have no clue what the hell oh mate oh Jesus don't know if I'm gonna have time to do this one western swing it is uh a subgenre of American country music that originated in the late 20s. Probably just like Red Dirt, I imagine. Uh, no, it's going to be like, you know, ding, ding, 
Dink, ding, dink, ding. That sort of, you know, bounce. Anyway, we'll, we'll find out. Tune in the next episode and you'll find out all about it. I'll probably just put the lyrics to, to this one, Wayne. You do the music for this one. I'll put the vocals or something. Uh, you'll find you'll find people who can do this genre, mate. No worries. Yeah, just hit it on Twitter. There'll be thousands of entries from Western Swing. On that note, that was the Intense Hardcore Genre Musical Challenge Mode Go. And now, Wayne's going to talk to us about history in Don't Know Much About History. Hello everybody, welcome back to History Corner, episode 15 this week, titled Radio Gaga. Uh, I asked that question on the last episode and everybody got it right. It's basically what was the first piece of music played on radio? And it is Handel's piece of music called Ombre Mofu, which is called Handel's Largo, also known as uh, Largo from Xerxes, also known as Never Was a Shade, loads of translations for this. And it is the opening aria from the... 1738 Opera 30. Now, uh, on Christmas Eve 1906, Reginald Fassenden, a Canadian inventor, uh, inventor and radio pioneer, broadcast the first AM radio programme from Branch Rock, Massachusetts. His audience? A couple of shipping boats out in the uh, out in the Atlantic drift there. Pretty much that's it. And operators along the Atlantic coastline. But uh, this is the music they would have heard.
so uh, back to Reginald Fassenden. He is also responsible for the first audio radio transmission in 1900 and the first two-way transatlantic transmission in 1906. Uh, he is considered an unsung pioneer um, uh, and well ahead of his field. A bit, bit about Handel now. Handel, you know, he's one of those wiggy Baroque composers uh, from the 1700s. 1700s-ish. A German-Brit uh, composer, probably my most famous uh, for Zadok the Priest. Everybody will know that, uh, which is the Champions League theme. And Messiah in 1741 and Water Music in 1717. Uh, as well as workers, you know, he's, he's go and look him up. He's fucking handle. Just go and look him up. You don't need me to tell you I was talking more about that Fassenden fella. But yeah, apparently so. The first uh, piece of music heard on radio waves was was Handel's uh, Ombre Meifu. There you go. Lesson from history. That was an opera, obviously. Um, I don't... The, the piece you sent was just the musical, I think. Yeah. But, um, it is from that, Luke. Yeah, Luke. Luke, that's my son. It is from that, Rich. It is from, um, okay. so, say, the, the, the opera. So, yeah, it is that one. The person singing... Do you know who the person singing was? Uh, Catherine... No. Jenkins. No, that was a man. Wow, really? Yeah. Fucking incredible pipes. Andreas Skoll. Andreas. Yeah, whatever. I was playing football earlier with my son and he kicked the ball right in my nuts and I reckon I could have sung that at that moment. <laughs> well, on that on that dreary note, unfortunately, and Mike and his two uh, bruised egos. <laughs> you know when it goes right up into your lungs and you go, oh, I'm like, oh. <laughs> um, I love that one. I thought that was a really interesting bit of history. I'm sort of trying to imagine what people's first reaction would have been because you see clips of people reacting to um, the first time they see video in cinema. There's, there's one with a train pulling into a platform and loads of people jump out their seats because they think the train's going to hit them. I don't think many people would have had a radio. It's like, nothing's ever been broadcast over radio. Nobody's going, I'm going to go out down Rumbelows and get a, ra- <laughs> a radio. A radio. Just in case someone ever broadcasts anything. So I'm guessing the first ever radio to receive the broadcast wouldn't have been in uh, like a home. It would have been no. in... Two way, basically. Yeah. That's basically what it is. It's just like that scene in um, Shawshank Redemption where he puts the microphone in front of the speaker and plays it through the PA. Well, instead of it being a PA, it'd be like a ship's receiver. So that's what it sort of was. That sort of, you know, that was a sort of radio I'm talking about. It wasn't a commercial radio station. It wasn't like KMZ coming out of Boise, Idaho or something like that. It was just him and this this idea that he could broadcast music and, and that's what he did so before that did people talk over the radio and then someone went yeah he, he also invented the two way yeah so it was uh, oh okay it was his baby I'm quite a fan of the three way yeah I was going to say it's sort of <laughs> secondary to, this, to the three way but still got to start somewhere better than uh Better than what you were doing earlier on your own way. There is, there is a little, <laughs> little, little disclaimer uh, I will say about this. Uh, there is grounds for sort of this being absolute bullshit and him saying, him just saying that he did this, you know, because it was years later and he said, no, I did that. I played music across across radio waves. But, like, there's no way of backing it up. There's no way that even knew anybody heard it. Aye. It's just him saying that he did it. And I'm going on many, many sources saying that he did versus the small majority of people I say, uh, that I found. No, he, no, he disagreed with them. He just said, look, he did say this bullshit. So it's, it's one of those. It's a difficult one for me, Wayne, because there was a lot of apostles that were the claim that Jesus was definitely the Messiah. And I know for a fact that was bullshit. 
<laughs> How can he be when you are? Um, I, I, I suppose the the interesting that sort of brings up other questions, doesn't it? Because you sort of think, you know, when was it Alexander Graham Bell invented the telephone? Who did he call? Like, there's all these things that suddenly pop into your head, but people do things for the first time. How do we actually? know that he did, he did call somebody I've looked into this because I thought the same oh. question was. <laughs> well you would uh, Jeff what did you think of the um, history lesson today uh, uh, there was a history lesson pay <laughs> 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 attention in the back <laughs> yeah, in, in school I always fall asleep during history I, 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 uh, you start talking about dates and all that I know the piece of music was fabulous but that's all I got that's how, that was the key part of it really yeah excellent uh, I've got no idea what's happening next I've completely lost the thread oh next up is the artist spotlight so we get to interview you Jeff Before we get into the artist spotlight, though, what are you doing next time, Wayne? Uh, on the next episode, the little the uh, the subtitled version of the history lesson will be the most dangerous song ever. Oh, okay. Mm, it's not what you think. It, well, I'm guessing it's not Michael Jackson. I'm going to go with <laughs> Carl Orff, Karima Burina. I'm going to say it's a little piece of music that's embedded in a bomb. And people go, oh, what's that? And then they get really close to it. And or that piece of music that's on the shiny disc that's been sent into space. Oh, that's a good question for another day. I'll, I shall write that down, Rich. That's a good one. <laughs> that's one. That's a good one. Right. I'll leave you. I'll leave you with that anyway. Excellent. Well, the artist spotlight is all about you, Jeff Titanosaur. You, your amazing music, and everything um, about that really um so thank you very much for joining us tonight have you enjoyed the show first of all yes fabulous fantastic thank you very much excellent it will sound a lot better in the edit to be honest but, <laughs> but <laughs> i'm glad you've enjoyed it so far um you told us a little bit about you and what you do at the beginning of the show in sort of one sentence or so um i, I guess for our listeners we'll play a track in a minute and they can um enjoy your dulcet tones and beautiful heavy tunes but um for the benefit of our listeners how did you how did you start doing this? What's the um, beginnings of Titanosaur? The beginnings of Titanosaur. Um, I was born in 1975, a wee little child with a big voice. Oh, I'm, I'm well, Titanosaur itself. I mean, that uh, the 2017, I think I started recording um, for Titanosaur. I, I was uh, doing the Reagan Girls as a one man band since 2009. Um, but before that, uh, I was playing out live with the Reagan Girls, which is sort of goth, uh, rock, industrial metal, something like that. And uh, yeah, I started Titanosaur because I wanted to do something more like uh, ACDC and sleep and more rock and roll than goth. So. Uh, that's where Titanosaur started. Excellent. And since then, you've released quite a lot now, haven't you? What was the? Uh, how much? Have you, how much stuff have you got? Loads. Um, I, I think uh, is is it four full lengths and one EP? I think full. Yeah, four full lengths and one EP. Um, and I should have another EP out by the end of this year. Fantastic. Excellent. And and so tell us about. Obviously, that's quite a lot. That's, what is that? One a yearish or something like that. Yeah. Um, you know, decent sort of output it's all you know for me it's one of those brilliant musical journeys where it always sounds like you but it always sounds different and you kind of progress um and my my son still puts on um i haven't got it in front of me so forgive me i can't remember the name but the the album with the big t-rex on it uh, which i think was one of the first or second and he kind of just he's 
you know, addicted to the the sound of it and the rawness and the heaviness. And obviously it's got the sort of very compelling cover. But actually, as you go through, uh, there's lots and you know, lots of change and you know progression in there. So I'm kind of intrigued about, you know, the process and the songwriting and how and why you do what you do, I guess. Thank you very much. Thank you. Your, your, uh, your child is uh, my target audience. So that's great. <laughs> Gary Glitty said that. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking wow. That's not going to make the edit. (laughs) Uh, Well, uh, you know, uh, so where were we? What? (laughs) I don't even know. Way to throw a wrench in the hole. I'll tell you what, my fucking history lesson looks fucking better now, doesn't it? (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, right, so... Eat Me, I'm just going to do this question again, and I've now remembered the name of the album. Eat Me was was the first uh, album I think I heard. It's It's got a picture of a T-Rex eating a human being, which my son absolutely loves, and it's the one he always asks me to uh, to play when we sort of um, flick through uh, what we're going to listen to. But well, so, I'm sorry, seeing the title of the album after talking about Gary Glitter doesn't help. <laughs> no, it really doesn't. <laughs> that title of the album doesn't work very well with me. I didn't want to say... <laughs> So I'm going to uh, simplify this. You've done a lot. I Tell us it, about the it. progression of your music. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, okay. So I'm a one-man band, and and I like to try to keep things interesting, and I hope that I grow from album to album. I mean, I'm, I'm constantly writing music, trying not to stay the same. Um, yes, I come from a punk background, but, he, he, you know, uh, I get bored uh, of playing just three chords. I mean, the Ramones are one of my favorite bands in the world. Um, they're the they're one of the first bands that I really got into when I was like twelve. Um, so uh, I, I I know the uh, the greatness of just playing three chords over and over again. Um, but um, I want to progress and I want to keep it interesting for myself and uh, hopefully keep it interesting for everybody else. So yeah, um, each album is uh, is a collection. I try to keep each album sort of a collection of songs rather than just a whole bunch of songs thrown together, but actually that they tie in and make sense with each other. So um, yeah, hopefully each album does progress a little more. Excellent. No, I, think, I really think it does. Um, and the one that comes to mind is, um, which I can't pronounce, is it NT1U? Is that? Yes. Yes, you got it. Wayne, you like sludgy music, don't you? Uh, yeah, I love, I, you know me, I love a bit of sludgy music. I, I was having a quick listen to uh, Titanosaur. Taken by the name straight away, Titanosaur. Question for you, Jack. Is Titanosaur a real thing? The Titanosaur is uh, the largest uh, discovered dinosaur uh, discovered in Argentina back in 2015, I think it was discovered. Uh, you know what? Like I've got memories. Yeah, I've got memories of this. Yeah. It's not one of those things where they've discovered it's like seven different T-Rexes all piled on top of one another, is it? Just afterwards. No, gone, no. Oh, no, we just made a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> No, it's it's uh, the, the largest uh, the largest discovered, but the problem is that it it it's more of a, a giant brontosaurus, um, and that doesn't look very menacing. So, I took the T Rex uh, head as the uh, logo for Titanosaur instead because that's much more vicious. It sounds like it should look like a T Rex though, doesn't it? You know, Titanosaur. Yes. So, so, so what convinced you to go, go all alone? Do you play every instrument on 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 your recordings? Yes, I play it all. Um, I had no choice. Um, <laughs> I can't play live, um, so I, I I don't really. The, the only the only method I have to to meet other musicians is online. Um, so every once in a while I do have guest, uh, guitarists, uh, guest vocalists, um, and I do collaborations constantly, but, uh, yeah, for the most part, it's just me doing it all. I have a health condition 
And that's what took um, I had emergency heart surgery in 2009. And that's what took me off the road. And that's when I started doing it all by myself. And uh, yeah, so since then, I've just been in my home studio. Is there any chance you could sort of like farm your music out to like a, like a, a Titanosaur sort of covers band? <laughs> <laughs> well, seeing as how I have this mask that uh, I wear sometimes, it could definitely be anybody. Sure. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, if anybody wanted to, uh, wanted to take the songs or have me write for them or, you know, do something with it on stage. Absolutely. You could do what Abba did. You could do uh, um, like a, yeah. what do you call it, virtual something or other concert. Yeah, a virtual insanity. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What's, what was the? What, what do they call? Um, I don't fucking know. They, they just appear holographic. on some screens, don't they? Yeah. Uh, yeah, holographic. That's what I mean. Um, Jeff, apart from the Titanosaur, what is your favourite dinosaur? I uh, uh, probably the Stegosaur. Oh yeah, uh, why? Because it's spiky. What a fucking odd question. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've expected nothing less from Mike since he's joined, to be honest. I'll get a bit upset if he doesn't come out with something fucking random. Uh, Rich, have you got any questions for Titanosaur? Where can we find you? Uh, well, um, Titanosaur Rocks. Um, I'm on all all the services, all everything, just Titanosaur Rocks. I'm Twitter, Instagram, that TikTok thing, Facebook, everywhere. Excellent. And have we got much to look forward to uh, coming towards the end of the year? Well, yeah, actually, I've got a lot of stuff happening. Um, uh, at the end of September, I've got a, uh, a, a, I redid a song off of my first album. I redid Escape Velocity, and that's coming out on a, a compilation album that uh, Harbinger of Doom is putting out. Um, and I've also got a, uh, a song, a collaboration I did with this uh, new, other New York band, Demon Scar. Um, we're starting to do this thing of every year we're putting out a, collaboration last year we did uh, motorheads mean machine and this year we're putting something else out um and then i've got uh, a lot of other stuff coming and i've got this ep so the first single should be out sometime in october from the ep so yeah a lot of stuff going on ice why don't we play a titanosaur track um and then we'll uh, finish up the show after that no we'll finish up the show by playing the song guys oh <laughs> Been a while. I can't remember what we do. So yeah, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna finish now. We're gonna finish by playing your. Is it is, it, is it your latest track? Enter Enter of Death. Eater of Death. Yes, that is the latest track. Is it is it um, based off a of Harry Potter? No. Death no. Eaters. Death Eaters. Yes. No. No. Um, I actually wrote it for uh for a benefit album uh, compilation benefit. Uh, I can't remember the word. Um, that uh, for the National Foundation for Transplants as a uh, you know fight for life kind of song. Okay, so yeah, we're going to play out with that now. Uh, Jeff, thank you so much for taking time out for us and uh, joining us at such short notice. It's been my pleasure, my pleasure. Thank you, uh, Wayne. Thank you for joining me. It's been a pleasure. Always, always, always a pleasure. Always love doing these shows, boring you guys to death. And no, I love Wayne. <laughs> I love your history section. And Mike Five, thank you for running the show. It's been awesome. My pleasure. I've enjoyed myself immensely. Good, good, good. Uh, just before we go, please don't forget to go over to www.yhhtmpc.com where you can find everything we do, all the other blogs, all the other vlogs and podcasts. Um, yeah, please, if you want to support us, that would be much appreciated for the price of a 
cup of coffee a month you can support us and you'll get some great benefits as well so check that out check us on instagram uh, engage with us tell us what you thought about the music and all that other stuff um i think that's pretty much it you can find us on discord so i'll leave all the links to everything in the show notes below so yeah until next time i've been richie i've been wayne i've been mike and our guest has been Jeff from Tetesor. And I've been the great and almighty Austin. Thanks for listening, if indeed you still are. Take your life.
It's New Music Saturday. <laughs> did you do the intro to the New Music Saturday? He did. Did yes. he? Yes. Oh. Yes. He absolutely did. Yeah, yeah. I thought it sounded familiar. <laughs> but, yeah, people people can't believe that I have that kind of singing voice when they hear me talk. No, I was quite shocked, to be honest. Yeah, the, the, uh, Chrome would be the best option. But yeah, it does not like Safari at all. I didn't even know they still did add Safari. Is that why we can't hear him? Because he's so far away. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking idiot. Surely that's got to go in the outtakes. <laughs> got my child next to me. You might, next to me, you made me swear. <laughs> 